Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Chapter 3 You foolish Galatians, who's bewitched you? Before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law, or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish? After beginning by means of the Spirit, are you now trying to finish by means of the flesh? Have you experienced so much in vain, if it really was in vain? So I ask again, does God give you his Spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law, or by believing what you heard? So also Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Understand then, that those who have faith are children of Abraham. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, and announced the gospel in advance to Abraham, all nations will be blessed through you. So those who rely on faith are blessed, along with Abraham, the man of faith. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse, as it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. Clearly, no one who relies on the law is justified before God, because the righteous will live by faith. The law is not based on faith. On the contrary, it says, the person who does these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Brothers and sisters, let me take an example from everyday life. Just as no one can set aside or add to a human covenant that has been duly established, so it is in this case. The promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. Scripture does not say, and to seeds, meaning many people, but and to your seed, meaning one person, who is Christ. What I mean is this. The law, introduced 430 years later, does not set aside the covenant previously established by God and thus do away with the promise. For if the inheritance depends on the law, then it no longer depends on the promise. But God in his grace gave it to Abraham through a promise. Why then was the law given at all? It was added because of transgressions, until the seed to whom the promise referred had come. The law was given through angels and entrusted to a mediator. A mediator, however, implies more than one party, but God is one. Is the law, therefore, opposed to the promises of God? Absolutely not. For if a law had been given that could impart life, then righteousness would certainly have come by the law. But scripture has locked up everything under the control of sin, so that what was promised, being given through faith in Jesus Christ, might be given to those who believe. Before the coming of this faith, we were held in custody under the law, locked up until the faith that was to come would be revealed. So the law was our guardian until Christ came that we might be justified by faith. Now that this faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptised into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. 
If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Like bank robbers planning their career heist, Paul and the Galatians are arguing over how to get what they really want. What is the plan that will yield them the booty? Already this challenges us. Do we know that the booty in life, the satisfaction of all our desires, is actually found in the promises of God? Are our hopes fixed on breaking into the right building? Or are we, like schoolboy sleuths, obsessing over trying to open the safe in the laundrette while the gold repository next door goes unnoticed? Paul urges the Galatians to come back to the right treasure. Seek the spirit who works miracles among us and gives us the benefits of all the promises of God. To access this treasure, the Galatians had been convinced they had to dress up in a fake guard's outfit, dodge the cameras, enter the complex combination and hope they didn't get zapped by the roaming lasers. Paul tells them they're crazy. In dense and difficult language, Paul essentially tells them that Jesus in his cross disabled the alarm and invited anyone with faith in him to just stroll up to the safe. So we simply access the treasures by faith, trust, in Jesus, not by works fulfilling the convoluted plan. The Galatians had believed that initially, but then, like all of us are prone to do at times, returned to dressing up as fake guards. They went back to the restrictive coping mechanisms of the law when the freedom of the gospel was still at hand. Now, not many of us attempted to return to the Jewish law, but we are prone to erecting other coping mechanisms for life with God. We think we need to be a different kind of person, or to have a different upbringing, or to have had a more successful life. We once again to begin to think it's our attributes and our effort that enable us to taste the goodness of God. We, like the Galatians, forget there is no difference, that we are all heirs according to the promise if we simply have faith in Jesus Christ. It's all about Jesus and our receiving his work. I find I struggled to believe God can really be that good. I find I start to be foolish, thinking it must depend on me. But it doesn't. The plan was that Jesus would unlock the door for us to have our deepest desires satisfied in God. God really is that good. So let's trust in Jesus' work and allow the Spirit to walk us into enjoying all the promises of our God. Here's a question for reflection. Is your image of God as good and as generous as God really is? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.